Nurses Station. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the 10th floor. It's me, Matt. Hi, everybody. It's Kat. And here we are in the elevator. And Ma is like really low in the elevator today. There's a lot of space above her head as um, hmm. she's just very low in the frame. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I didn't realize it before we hit play, you know. Anyway, we're here in the elevator. Oh. Well, I put the I put the chair up as high as I can go because, you know, I'm not a tall person. Right, right. I'm five foot three on a good day. Well, look at you though. What 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 what, what a lovely top, mother. It's a dress, you know. I always wear dresses on the weekends. <laughs> but anyway, you're here in the elevator. You're comfortable in your clothing on the elevator, going all the way up to the tenth floor. And the doors open. You look over to the right, and you can see the nurses station, where people are hanging out, doing their work, typing on the computers. Epiphany studying. She's off in a quarter somewhere. Oh, she does. Nose study, deep in the huh? MCATs. <laughs> so Cody's, busy, though, Cody's the there looking at his cell phone and stuff. Hey, Cody, Cody's there meandering and wandering the hallways. Completely healthy. Healthy as a horse, they would say. Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> at the hospital, anyway. It makes me think sometimes, you know, soaps, you know, soaps and settings. And they have sets. And that's the one that's always up. So it's easy to be like, let's just stick them in the hospital, right? Yeah. Uh, it makes me think of like um, like all my children as well. Because I remember the Pine Valley Hospital set. It was brown. Yeah. It, it was piney. You know, Pine Valley. It was homely. It was comfortable. Yeah. There was something about like the, like we're the biggest city in this small part of Pennsylvania or whatever it was. Yeah. That they were, you know. Yeah, um, we're country city folks. Yeah, yeah. Country city folk. <laughs> yeah. Um, just very upstate. Oh, hoity toity. Uh, but it was yeah. very brown and piney. Uh, I remember where the, like the nurse's station was like here against the wall and then there was a hallway that went to the back and everybody went into this room. It was just this one room. But anyway, that's ah, not the soap we're watching. those details so much better than me. I love Dr. David Hayward, of course. I remember the house is better. Yeah. Especially Chan the Chandler Mansion. Yeah, you love the Chandler Mansion. That's one of your favorite soap sets of all time. Mm -hmm. And I always liked the Martin's front room too in the kitchen. I liked the Quartermain house. Honestly, the Quartermain house in the nineties, I think was is one of my favorites. Oh, Quartermain house in the nineties. I just I just have these memories of all of these Quartermains pressed up against the door, just trying to listen to what's going on in the den. And oh, then, like, I remember the, that and, scene. Like, the they door... have a glass, don't they? Yeah, they, they, I don't know I think that somebody was had house glass. Or, anyway. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they're they're like it's like it's like um, Alan and um, I don't remember who was having an argument. I mean, this is one scene anywhere between 1996 to 1999 on general hospital so i couldn't say exactly what was happening or who was in the scene or, or anything like that but i just remember this gaggle of quartermates i think emily was there because i i, I amber tamblin was somebody that i recognized from other projects mm -hmm. or whatever um <laughs> that's funny yeah 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 that's funny <laughs> um, and back then around that era yeah. that's when the alice the um Alice, the house, the help was there. Alice, the 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 large pro wrestler lady. Yes, 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 yes. and she had such a fun relationship oh, with she Luke. Pa she passed away last year. I remember her being in the in yeah. memoriam for the Emmys this year. Oh, yes, well. I recall. Oh, oh, positive days. Hey, everybody. The nighttime hey. Emmys are tomorrow night. Did uh, you know the, that? Day, the, the the primetime Emmys. Yeah. Oh well, if I mean next year, hopefully Kelly Tebow was nominated for Station Nineteen, and um. And, and we'll I'll have a reason to watch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have to say the round of hellos. We, we've, we've been here on just, just rambling on about all kinds of nonsense. Hey, Chandra. 
Hey, Chandra. Hey, Mary Ellen. Hello, Judy, Jacarius, Lori, Stephanie. Uh, JLJ is here. He's already promoting his own shows. Wait for us to be finished before you go watch the <laughs> Sean Kanan interview in which you talked about the, the quarter main, uh, I guess, quarter mains. I don't know. Yeah. Go to that show later for details. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> I guess Sean Kanan uh, of, of General Hospital fame was on um, the Karate Kid show this year. Uh, the yeah. fourth season. This past, the latest season? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was on it. And it was something that, um, like, people, I guess the fans of the show had been calling for for a while. And I remember yeah. seeing him campaign a little bit on Twitter being like, hey, I'm available and open if anybody's ever interested. Which is probably just wise actor marketing on his part, um, knowing that he had already been cast and filmed a bunch of stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, actually. Yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> Uh, but I guess his first interview after that dropped uh, is over on JLJ's channel. So JLJ Media, go check that out. Or we're done talking here. Especially if you're a big AJ fan, you know? I mean, especially... I mean, AJ, we've talked about it before. My AJ is Billy Warlock. You know? My, my AJ is Sean Keenan. Well, there you go. See? You know, splitsies here. Um, I would. I, I should probably take some time to go watch some Sean Kanan era stuff, though, right? Wasn't he, Was he the drunk one that crashed the car? Yeah, he's yeah, a drunk one that can't. He had a lot of troubles. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, because yeah. because I've never really like seen that scene. So in my head, I always just place Billy Warlock in there. But <laughs> no, AJ at the end, he deserved a lot of things, but he didn't deserve to die. He actually didn't really do much. I mean, other than just being his normal pretentious self, he hadn't done something huge. Well, it was the son big, killed him for nothing. It was the big tragic thing. Like, yeah, he was, the he big was getting tragic his life thing. back together, right? And Sonny was convinced somehow that, you know, AJ had killed because, Connie because when it was. Connie wasn't put true. AJ in her blood and he went, yes. AJ, AJ Quarterman, I can't believe he did this. My arch rival finally. Uh, yes. Uh, he's really crossed the line this time. He took Connie <laughs> away from me, right? And so, you know, he had to go shoot him. And then, um, you know, Michael was upset about that and. All kinds of for stuff. For a long time, yeah. For a long time. Almost long as time. mad as he is right now, huh? But in reality, she wrote AJ for Ava Jerome. Correct. Who Sonny is very invested in not seeing the death of nowadays. I know. It's, I love their scene in the hospital. It was very I sweet. Did. Wasn't it? it was a good scene. Yeah. They Even though, you know, they didn't overdo it and be all like, oh, no, we're, we're family, blah, 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 and all that. They didn't act like that. But they were just cordial, and none of them had any snipey, passive-aggressive thing to say to each all. other. Not and at that, all. Historically, that's not the case. It's very and, nice, though. And, uh, and I love the fact that, you know, Sonny uh, put Frank out there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because Ava currently really does not know who did that to her. Mm -mm. And nobody does. Uh, nobody does. And she's really afraid that Nick, one of those Cassidines, she is what? convinced nearly, nearly, mm -hmm. that Nicholas did it himself. I don't think Nicholas did it himself. I don't think any, no. any of the Cassadines did it. However, I think Uncle Victor probably knows who did. Uh, it's either he going to be... Uncle Victor. So it's it, honestly, it's either going to be Esme, um, Austin's cousin, or some complete random wacky surprise. Fugue state Elizabeth. Well, no. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Elizabeth really does not have an alibi. 
Uh, no, well, no. We talked about that last week. And though. Bump I don't her think head. she has the. I don't think she has the fortitude and the weight behind her to do something like that. Again, like we talked about last week, though, it's, it's a TV show. You can get away with anything, uh, and also yeah. adrenaline. You know, Elizabeth That's lift true. a car if it was on Aiden. You know, like she'd be a right. wow, like Wonder Woman, tear every muscle in her body, but she yeah. could do it. And maybe that altar of hers. It's got a lot of anxiety. Is, is, you know, that movie, um, Split, that M. Night Shyamalan movie, Split, uh, one of the personalities that the guy had was like superhuman and had like crazy strength and could do all kinds of stuff that a normal person couldn't. So basically, Biz is super powered. This is um, General Hospital's Hi. entry into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And well, they all of them, don't they? <laughs> it's all it's all under the same happy family um oh, yeah. general hospital is just like this invisible part of accounting like it's like 0.003 percent of the budget just falls into this hole that is general hospital and abc just hasn't realized where the money's going yet yeah 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 you know tomorrow is the first day of days on the peacock that is true yeah is i true. didn't want um, even though I don't know anything about, well, you guys tell me, even though I'm not a fan of days and I don't understand storyline, does something go on on the last episode, this telecast on regular television that is like cool to see? That is tell my, me, I'll that, watch it. That's, that's something I was curious about too. I was thinking about, I, I'm never going to look it up. I don't have a peacock. Um, but um, I, I was thinking, is there... Um, Goodness gracious, I don't know how to say things that I'm thinking and put them into English words for everybody else to understand. It's very odd. Uh, but let me try again. <laughs> Similar to your vein, did something happen? Is there some sort of break, some sort of like, um, some sort of to-be-continued cliffhanger that happened on yes. Friday that really brings you in to, to, to subscribe to Peacock on Monday? Uh, and to that, um, did they know? How, how, how long ago did they know? Are they just taking stuff that they filmed for television and now just putting it on Peacock and then they're from now on going to have to film with streaming in mind? There's all kinds of questions. Well, you know, that's I'm sure that's kind of true, Matt, because I've always been told in the past that they've always had the most in the can. They didn't even have to go. They didn't have to go to repeats for COVID. Right. So, I mean, all of this stuff that's on right now, they filmed six months ago, which wasn't with streaming in mind. So it's going yeah. to be a little bit of time before somebody drops their first, you know, BS bomb. Right. Yeah. You know, when it becomes be uh, titillizing. You know that way. What, what, what they do in that way. That'll be interesting <laughs> to see. I don't know. Swear words inside. And, I wonder, and does guess. anybody know, does Steve Burton got a contract over there? You know, I don't know. I don't know. Because I would think that if he was going to start on the show as on, you know, not in just that sub one they did. If he was going to be on the show, now would be the time for Steve Burton to become. I mean, that would bring I mean, an audience. You know, and here's the thing. The opportunity when it when it comes to streaming is endless because you can dump whatever you want on streaming and it doesn't matter. Uh, you don't have to sell it to a network. You don't have to get advertisers behind it or anything. You put it on and it either brings people to your platform or it doesn't. Um Mm -hmm. So, like, spinoff possibilities, this Beyond Salem, a show starring Steve Burton that's set in the Salem City in the universe of Days of Our Lives. I mean, there's five Star Trek shows on right now. You couldn't have that when it was on UPN. Yeah. You know? So they could just, <clears throat> they could, so NBC Peacock could actually start building soap operas more than destroying them if they, if they, they entirely could. Right. Wow. 
Yeah. ABC, Disney, come on, get off the can. Yeah. Do something. <laughs> Even if it's a little five episode sub thingy. James, I want to see it. James Light Jr. in the chat. Really, really uh, missing having his own show this week, I think. Um, uh, <laughs> Days is on Peacock. The trailer for the new season is good. There was nothing spectacular that happened uh, on the broadcast. Likely wow. due to the fact that they have so much in the can, right? Um, oh, yeah. They could edit the crap out of it, though. Uh, Steve Burton, yeah, they could. Steve Burton does not have a contract, and the Peacock era episodes won't begin until January, so they got some time. Oh wow! But that also means, though, that they made the, that that show. They they clearly plan on continuing to produce it. They are still producing it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, there's a future for it. Um, this this is not pulling back on this show. I don't think. I think this is kind of a, giving it its best opportunity to thrive and become something more than what it is. I think this is an investment in Days of Our Lives. I honestly do. I do too. And I want I want it to be successful because I want the other networks to get jealous and do the same thing. Yeah. I want it to like, I want it to do great. I wanted to do it like 80s style soap operas, you know, big deal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like like the there's 80s, a budget, like get them on an actual deal. harbor. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> Peacock is also bringing the bay too, says JLJ. I don't know what the bay is. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, yeah, I don't watch that much primetime television. I don't know what's don't currently know. on that much. No, I don't know. Really? I don't know. I don't know either. Chandra is the sweetest person in the world because she's helping her mother get Peacock set up so she can continue to watch Days of Our Lives. Aww. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I it's a digital absolutely. soap. Okay, so so NBC is investing in soap operas then. That's great. I know. I know. I'm, just, I'm excited for that. I, I mean, uh, you know, it's a different network and stuff. But when it comes to, like, the art form of soap operas, I mean, if General Hospital goes away, it seems as though Days of Our Lives might be the one that I have to invest myself into. I know. And we'll see familiar faces over there anyway. <laughs> you watch it long enough, you start to understand what's happening. Well, you know, I mean, you know? I've, I've learned how to, how to watch a soap. I know how to pick up the information and the little nuggets that they drop. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, if you're brand new to the soap General Hospital right now, for example, the show that we do this about and we haven't been talking about for near 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, let's talk about General Hospital. <laughs> um, you know, if, if, if you came in blind, you haven't watched a show in five years, uh, but you recognize you recognize the face of Sam and Dante. Right. You could watch their scenes that they had on Friday and know exactly what's been going on, or at least a few of their scenes this week. Because they talk about Lulu moving in with each yeah. other, falling in love, the kids, this, that, the other stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think she missed, mentioned Jason. Like, they covered it. Yep. Yeah. And he talked to you about the house offer and stuff. I don't think I don't think Dante ought to get rid of his house yet. No, no. I mean, a house is an investment. Um, yeah. It's a wise investment. He's got a house he, for a year. He could become a property baron. You know, he could be a land baron. He could start buying up properties all throughout Port Charles he and just could. renting them out. Yeah, he could like Mr. Be Mr. B&B. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Public Cover finally made it. She's late and I need a reason, Kelly. I need <laughs> well, you to we tell were me. late too, babe, by over an hour. So we're about both good. You know, I mean, it's because of Trina's party. All right. Mm-hmm. I didn't get an orange wristband, which means that Nika just continued to serve me alcohol all night long. I did see a flash of Nika. I, me too. Right? And, uh... <laughs> Boy, oh boy, was I wasted, and I need a lot of time to recover. Um, she were you were Spencer Spen- making martinis now, mother. Were Were you Spencer Cassidine drunk? <laughs> not that, not quite that far. Not that not bad. That, huh? no, no, oh, no. Okay. I'm a classy right, drunk. Right. <laughs> you know, I was out there with like a with like an undone tie, with like a martini glass in my hand, just you know, and my hair was like, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about. 
Yep. And Ava wasn't even there with you to be able to drink them with you. She's busy recovering in the hospital, but I was drinking those in her honor. Oh, I mean, okay. uh, the okay. vodka business right now, like we have all of this vodka in Port Charles that is not getting drank as it used to. I mean, it is, the stockpile is already just too huge from the four or five days that Abe has been in the hospital or even fewer than that, two or three. So, yeah, let me ask you a question. We're going to switch it up, switch over a little bit. Let me uh-huh. ask you a question. So did, are, were you happy with Nell returning in this imaginary dream? character i am or would you like now to come back in the real uh i don't think that right now is a good time for now um okay i mean I, we got other stuff going on i think she'd come in and, and, and shake things up too much um just be too much of a distraction for what's going on if she were to come back in real life well, i think I that tell they... you what when she was at the graveside yeah. with nina man she really showed nina yeah i'm a piece of crap yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody's not wrong yeah. uh, i think they took advantage of the day or two that they had um uh uh, uh or, or linear chloe linear <laughs> yeah uh i think they yeah. took they took advantage of that uh because they they gave willow a dream a nightmare uh-huh. as well as um nina's vision at the gravesite uh yeah. but, you know the anniversary of her death i thought they did a good job two with like working two-year anniversary i thought that yeah. was a really good i thought they did a good job of working that into things just through like conversation with brooklyn you know mm-hmm. but that conversation like okay all right let, let's do it ma let's analyze nina this week um <laughs> uh so brooklyn is responsible for this whole nina nina seeing nell at the gravesite vision oh yeah because brooklyn really put it in her head you know i mean she's yeah. all that slashed my throat but here i am you know trying yeah. to make the best of it it's not the career that i wanted but i can still write i can still manage i can still be involved i'm making it mm-hmm. really kind of reminding Nina of the incredible damage. That Just what she's Nelvin. capable of. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She nearly killed Brooklyn for nothing. And when she and when she saw her at the graveside, I mean, Nell was in true Nell form. When Nell said, "Yes, of course," when Nell told Nina, um, "If you, it, yes, it, it, things would have been different if you had raised me," and Nina giving this like excited, crying. Thank you for saying that break it down weird hug thing. Yeah. It's just these little little moments that Cynthia Watros is able to bring to the crazy that makes up Nina. Uh-huh. I think are really valuable. <laughs> I think so too. You know, you know, especially when she's given something that juicy, she just knocks it out of the park. Yeah. Yeah. I mean she just like she puts it in a juicer, you know? brings it out it, it was just it was just mere moments a few couple of seconds on her face when she went in for that hug but it said everything and just goes to show the desperation of of wanting nell to feel that way too like if nell were to be alive and say those words to nina i would have been totally different and never made these decisions if it weren't for you no nell was like no we, we could be terrible together yeah, no man <laughs> could have run this place would have been queen and princess poor charles everyone would have been dancing in the palms of our hands yeah, we could have smashed the current those we, we, we just we could have we could have ruined them we could have ruined them hey mama hmm. michael yeah not even michael chad duel yes where the hell is he right 
this can't be that COVID break anymore, right? I mean, I hope everything's okay for him, but he's been popping in and out. He's been popping in and out. So I know that he had that that COVID time where he had to take the two weeks off. But that was like four months ago, wasn't it? Like, well, yeah. And if you don't, if you can't blame COVID any longer because he'd be gone for the whole spell if he had a long COVID. Right. And, and, and like, I, I know that Fido was on here. Fido Xavier, director of General Hospital. Go ahead and check out that interview on our YouTube channel. Uh, and mm-hmm. while you're at it, like this video, subscribe to the channel, leave a comment, all that kind of stuff. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, Get to clicking. Fido said that, yeah, you know, uh, you, things are filmed out of sequence. You know, you can tell sometimes like a hairstyle, a makeup job, or something, 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 something. Um, but in, you know, recent times, you can tell with an actor. Mm-hmm. But it's been so long. So is it a new thing? I don't well, know. Any know details? But what, what makes it, da- what's starting to make it dangerous for me is we're really starting to accept replacement michael is michael is as this, an audience is this a new thing that, that as Frank valentini is trying like he's so is chad duel on the way out and this guy is in and instead of like having a hard cutoff date okay chad duel you're done on september 12th and i don't remember his name again uh you are on yeah. uh the 13th instead of that are they doing like some weird like transition like a long babe hug yeah, <laughs> like a really long babe hug hey babe hug we're like you know sometimes it's chad duel sometimes it's this other guy and then eventually well, it's just, it's just it, always know, going to be this other guy and you're never going to think about it well this is what i say to frank valentini if you don't want us to like accept him as michael stop using him as michael because pick someone worse than the actor you currently have <laughs> i think that's the secret well, that is one way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I mean, even the chat is all positive over, over Robert Adamson is this person's name. Yes. Uh, well, I just always remember Noah Newman. Newman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do I have an well, itchy anyway. nose? Kelly, Kelly wants to know if I have an itchy nose because apparently I've been playing with my nose a lot. What it is is I, I didn't trim my mustache as well as I usually do, and it's just tickling the heck out of me is what it's doing, everybody. Welcome to my oh. life. Mm-hmm. You don't um, have no time for nothing, Matt. Uh, Kelly wants to know if I'm either going to kiss a fool or get into a fight. I'm going to get into a fight at the Savoy. All right. I don't like how people are talking to Curtis. Okay. Mm. Oh, yeah. I had daddy was protective to what me. <laughs> Whatever business you're in, boy. Whatever business you're in. Like, don't fall into it. It's no good. I really want to see that um, wedding of Portia mm-hmm. and Curtis's yeah. that Aunt Stella associate officiate. Yeah. And that's when she remembers, of course, the full yeah. thing. And and Hat Daddy's going to do the music. Yeah. And it's going to be so fun. I want like, to see that wedding. Is there like a jazzy what? version of the wedding march? We're not going to see know? the wedding, though. We all know that. Oh, no, no. So what's gonna, what is it going to be? I see it now. You know, it's going to be beautiful. There's going to be flowers, wreaths, all kinds of stuff. She's uh, poor. She's going to be lovely and white. Her hair's going to be pulled back, but it's still going to be all curly and just luscious and just amazing. It's just going to be great. It's going to be so wonderful. Right. And, and Curtis is going to be there just looking all dapper in a tux. And TJ's going to be his best man and all kinds of all great yes. stuff. Right. Yes. Stella's going to be up there, you know, behind a podium, looking all great with a big flower on her, on her, maybe big even a hat, top. you know, why not? Yeah. A hat. <laughs> and she's going to go over there and she's going to go, does anybody have any reason 
why these two should not be wed. And then it's going to be like, wham, she's going to remember, oh, I have a reason why these two shouldn't be wed. I stole their divorce papers. <laughs> yeah, there's not going to be a Portia Curtis wedding um, because of that reason. And because at the same time, we're trying, Trina's going to find out that indeed Curtis is her dad. And then Curtis is going to find that Trina is his daughter. Oh, yeah. And he had once again been lied to by the two people he loves because everybody does that to Curtis. So that, but that means we're going to get more real Andrews out of it though, right? More Taggart. Well, for a little bit at least. Like, yeah. But then once he's no longer Trina's dad. If they don't write him something else, it ain't going to matter. Then he's going to have to go away. Oh, no. Hey, you know what? I'm all for it. I'm all for it. This is why I want the Ashford family spinoff on Hulu, because I really think there's a lot to be able to dive into here. And I want to see TJ and Molly together. OK, they talk about the fact that they're together. TJ even mentioned, oh, man, we have opposing schedules, which basically means he's going to fall into bed with a willow before she gets too sick. Um, <laughs> but, hey, you know, Molly's not there. I'm a young, vibrant man who's really only been with one woman. Uh, you know, I mean. Well, you know, Molly already did that with Brando. I know. I know. She didn't have to wait very long either. No. It was like the same day. She like ran out of of, of uh, Jordan's house, stopped at the mechanics shop because she ran over a nail and boned him immediately. Yep. Well, she was distraught though. <laughs> and damn, Jordan was mean to her that day. Terribly mean to her. Nikisha. Hello, Nikisha. And Nikisha, Nikisha says, I thought Stella already remembered. She said, you better check on that when she brought up the proof of divorce. I mean, she, I, maybe she suspects something. I know she I had a flash here or there. Yeah, I think she's like real close. I mean, she's yeah. one she's one reminder away from really putting it all together. She knows something's wrong for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I think that she, she feels as though something's wonky about it. But I don't know if she exactly remembers the fact that... And Curtis, Curtis is going to look into his papers and find that they're not filed, right. so they're not divorced. Right. So that's gonna, you know, when he get maybe when he does that, that's when Stella's gonna put it all together and right. remember everything in sequence. The thing is, though, if they find out quickly, which it seems like you would be able to find out quickly, all you have to do is reach out to the courthouse, right? Um, yeah, uh, I mean, you could probably go on public records. It's, it's such an easy thing to solve. Oh, you didn't get the papers? How strange. Let us sign them again and give them to you. They must have gotten lost in the mail. Well, I, I kind of understand why the two of them would not have, like, alerted, th thinking I didn't get my final divorce papers. Because she was, at the time, sick and yeah. at that, you know, so mm -hmm. she kind of has a good excuse. Curtis is just distracted. <laughs> he just wasn't thinking about it. He, he was wasn't like, thinking I, I'm, I'm, Of course I'm divorced. I signed, I signed the line. Yeah. It makes me know, divorced. I, 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 that's the way I look at it. It's pretty easy. You know, pardon me for saying he's just being a boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just not paying attention to nothing. You don't know better. That's all. That's all. Kelly really loves, um, really loves Taggart and they better keep him. I like Taggart. Oh, I've always loved Taggart. Taggart, I love Taggart with Jason because it was always so stinking funny. Yeah. Yeah. He could get, he could, he kind of could get under Jason's skin a little bit mm -hmm. and crack the, yeah. No, <laughs> it was funny as I'll get out with quarter brain and all that. You'll have to find somebody else to banter with, though, because Jason is dead. Mm hmm. Dead. Well, right now he's wants to he wants to, you know, like poor old Rory 
one. I was already was asking Jordan about tips to how to get along with Taggart. You are overstepping. <laughs> Poor old Rory. You know what? I think that kiddo, he probably already knows that he lost Trina. He lost Trina when he saw her run into that room hoping to see Spencer. Yeah. Yeah. He, he knew right then. And then she had a little oh. breakdown. Oh, just poor Rory and his and his and his eight pack and his and and just absolutely nothing about him that we know. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I love that scene. It's too bad that he wasn't there. And I love the scene at the very end with him just in the cell and his, you know, orange is a new black stuff on. <laughs> 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 uh just just looking all miserable yeah that quiet just, scene at the end i loved it yeah just being all sad <laughs> in the jail cell in the jail cell set you know that's where that's yeah. that's the place where uh franco and elizabeth got married <laughs> it is it is so the first thing i noticed and of course i noticed his his, his expression and everything but i noticed you know there's bunk beds in there like oh what kind of fool's gonna get in there with him hmm. i mean he's gonna have to have a cellmate won't he if yeah he should I can't believe that Uncle Victor hasn't thought about Uncle Cyrus or something. I don't know. I don't Uncle know nothing Cyrus about nothing. to help Spencer if he's not too cookalicious so. himself. Don't worry about Spencer. It's only a matter of months and I've already arranged for his safety. <laughs> hey, you know, I mean, we're friends, right? You know, I need to suck up to you so, so Trina likes me. <laughs> so I talked to my CO buddy and we'll get you in the library. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I really hope That's for some Cyrus stuff. Now, huh? But but I would think that the law understands that Cyrus Renault is Spencer's great uncle, and so they wouldn't be cellmates. Even though that's what I would love to see. I would love to see. That. I would love to see. But you know me, though. I just want Jeff Gober. So what do you want it though, Matthew? Mm. Do you want it to be a redemption story for Cyrus, or do you want it to be a turned bad? For well, here's Spencer. the thing. Here, here, here's what ruined it. And I can't say ruined it, but here's what gives me a lot of pause: is the uh, Laura fifteen thousandth episode thing mm -hmm. that we talked about, which we also mm -hmm. had a chance to talk to Fido Xavier, director of General Hospital, Emmy-winning director of General Hospital. About go ahead and check out that interview here on the uh, the YouTube channel. And, and he, while you're at it, subscribe and, and like and comment. And he directed that. And he directed that. He directed that, that whole that episode. episode. Yeah. Uh, and he said that the the moment, the moment I'm about to refer to, was Jeannie Francis's idea. It wasn't originally in the script. She felt as though Laura would do something else other than what was written there. And they, they went with it, which mm -hmm. was forgiving Cyrus. Cyrus, I forgive Yes. Um, and the, mo and the moment that they gave us with the, with the dropping of the phone and the shock and the just and that moment and Cyrus finally getting what he's always been after, which is like forgiveness and acceptance and being seen for who he really is and the heart that he has and blah, 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 all yep. the stuff that we talked about yeah. before when it happened and talked about with Fido and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. That completely changes what Cyrus Renault can be. It does. Because I thought that, you know, being that crazy religious zealot, you know, like the Christ would never allow you to do this and just being an antagonist that way, because why not? <laughs> um, why not? <laughs> I, I don't think necessarily it has to be that anymore. He has no. what he's always been after. If we're going to melt the icy heart around the, the, the winter wizard, um, 
Well, I, I think they could possibly turn him into just another misunderstood bad guy. Yeah. But good, good at it. You know, but that's you, what Valentin is. The thing is, though, like, you know, hospital is so good guy. at this. They're so good at this that we have Valentin and we have Ava and we have these bad people who are now good because they have found yeah. the error in their ways and the true heart that has always lived within. And I understand and, that it's also soap. And soap. what what I and what I love about those characters that are, you know, have been redeemed to some degree, um, the misunderstood ones now, yeah. is you never know when they're going to get spicy. Yeah. They'll get spicy on you, and that's what makes it so fun. Right. <laughs> uh, so I, I just I don't know because we do have we do already have a couple of characters that kind of fill that area already, you know. So how many do we need? Well, you can't can't get rid of Ava. That's for sure. No, you can't get rid of Ava. Not until Mara West is like I'm, I'm done. Even though she's in the hospital, I loved all her scenes this week, and she doesn't know who did this to her. But I tell you. They better be run scared when she figures it out because Ava is capable of quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She, she sure is. She's going to figure out who it is. Mm -hmm. She's going to find out somehow. And I'm glad she told Trina the truth about Spencer. Yeah. Even though Trina was too late to get there to see him. I mean, no, I, I can't help but think here we are in September. Yeah. We're well, going to get that lovey-dovey stuff for those two during the holidays. Yeah, okay. So if he's going to be real-time three months in, in the prison, you know, that's that's a holiday release, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that we'll similar. still see him. I don't think yeah. Spencer's just going to be gone off screen. I hope not anyway. Oh. I hope we see some of we. I hope we see his um, jail time. So they have the jail cells set that they've already established there. Um, they, they talked about the library, and that's how they had Sean and Alexis interact when they were in Pentonville. Uh, yeah, they, yeah they, they could still easily, easily still include Spencer on the show, and I don't see why they would take him off for three months. Esme, different. She's the villain. There was a split on her 50-50. People liked her. People didn't. She was good. She was compelling, but she also did her stuff. How long can she actually be on the canvas causing all this trouble? You know, mm -hmm. I mean, she might actually really be dead for all I know. Uh, I mean, Nell seems to actually really be dead, and I certainly haven't expected that. No, I, you know, but but still at that, Nell could still be alive, but it doesn't look like this run with Chloe is the run that we're going to see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I don't think Chloe, and not unless something drastically changes in her life and decisions that she's trying to make with her career. I don't think Chloe uh, Linear is going to come back to GH for any sort of extended time anytime soon. So if they well, want full time now, they got to recast. Yeah, but she looked pleased as punch to be there for a couple of days, didn't she? I mean, shouldn't, shouldn't <laughs> it be fun to go there and make your 10 grand or however much it is for, for your day work and just be vicious? Yeah. That's going to be and, fun. Yeah, and then actually get to see your old friends too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh yeah, I remember you. <laughs> Nell ain't dead. She isn't. She isn't dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Well, I guess Esme. Esme. Someday. Dead. Of course, Esme's not dead. No, you know, it does. It takes sometimes. It takes General Hospital a long time to revive them. But they are. That's they're, what they're famous for. Yeah, no one actually dies on General Hospital no. unless the actor yeah. typically. Dies. They've killed Luke off camera for him to be dead off camera for them to resurrect him off camera at some point, I'm sure. So. Yes. <laughs> yes, there is a point of all this. Yeah. Um, um, maybe we will see it in 2023, what it all is when it comes yeah. to Luke stuff. Yeah. Let's let's won't happen this year. Let, let's let's talk about let's talk about 
Let's talk about Cameron, Ma. Let's talk about okay. Cameron. Yeah, Daisy mentioned Cameron here in the chat. Daisy Flower 40, thank you very much for your contribution to the 10th Floor Podcast. Hey, you know, if you're watching this live on YouTube, you can join the chat anytime you want as well. Uh, we're usually on at 11 a.m., but today we're on at 12. I don't know. We got some people watching. Maybe we should come on at 12 more often. Anyway, um, Cameron. Uh, Cameron might be out, is what Daisy says. We've been talking about it for weeks here on the 10th Floor now, Ma. We have, because we've steadily seen, uh, we talked about this last week, as a matter of fact, we've steadily seen his scenes become fewer and he's not available, he's not available, not available. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and that's what they've done with the character, what is what I'm saying, not William himself, but that's what they've done with the character. Yeah. I think that's probably the case with William as well. Yeah, I mean, he's busy going to school and stuff, so. Uh, so maybe he's going to go by, maybe he's going to go join Sydney and, and not be on the show for, and, you know, be more... Involved know. in school and spend more time and just, you know, have more of a college experience. Yeah, I don't know what's, what's going on. I mean, it's great that he's been able to do this uh, part time. You know, he's able to be, yeah. keep camera going, make a couple of bucks, still stay on TV, have something to do, hang out with your friends. That's great. Um, mm -hmm. Clearly, he's been practicing and writing songs with his band. So that's been has to have been taking up some time because you can't you didn't just pull that out of your left pocket yesterday, man. Yeah, you know? maybe. Yeah, that song that he sang for the Savoy. Yeah. No, it was, that was really it was good. About, it was about Esme, by the way. <laughs> you know what? I tried <laughs> to re-listen to it today. Yeah. Because to I, I knew, you know, because you referred to it, we'll all recognize who it's about. Yeah, he's like, it's about somebody we both know. <laughs> and I tried to listen to it again today, and then I got interrupted with something in the house, and I didn't. Yeah, yeah. So it's about a crazy woman. And getting away from her and being better from it and stuff. I mean, really, the perspective is getting away from your crazy ex. Okay. You know. So it's all about Esme. But uh, you know, it, it, through the lens of of being like, hey, you know, think think about Esme when I'm singing this. It, it still makes sense. It, it still works. Yeah. Um, but to me, William Lipton, like round of applause for you. And that's the best musical performance you've put on at General Hospital so far. I liked it very much. Um, really, what it is, for, it. it I don't know why this is, but it is. It's a human fact, everybody. I'm looking at the chat stream right now when I say this. They can't see me, but I can see all of their names right now. Mm -hmm. Hey, chat. Audience. Mother. This is a human condition. You don't realize how fast time is going by. You don't realize the years that have gone by. When you think about things that you enjoy, you don't realize the distance that it's been since then. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm talking about like Oscar dying and, and, and Cameron singing at the nurse's ball, the North Star song. And it was just, you know, oh, it's so sad. Yeah, a while ago now. Boo, 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 boo. You know, it's like five years ago now. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a long time ago. I don't realize these things. I didn't realize yeah. how much grayer I am now. <laughs> you know, how much wiser I am. How much I've learned since then. Mm -hmm. How much closer to 40 I am since then. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um. So, you know, I think I, I, I forget these things. So, so young, little, innocent, uh, chubby-cheeked William Lipton as Cameron Weber singing about his dead friend at the, at the nurse's ball is what I have in my mind. And mm -hmm. then we transition to this where he's, he's hollering into the microphone and, mm -hmm. and, and writing songs about crazy exes and, and having a level of maturity in his performance that hadn't been there before. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It was just sort of reminding me of my mortal coil. <laughs> 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 well, I'm just happy for I didn't get all that, but I was very happy for William because it was it was very so good, and, and he looked like he was just having the time of his life. You know, I mean, I don't know William Lipton. I've never met him. 
I don't know if he's yeah, the he heir to the iced tea. Well, okay, I've met him, but I've never had a, like a conversation <laughs> with him. I guess I have could say things that I've met people now. Um, <laughs> uh, I've sung I've sung a song with him. He backed me up in 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 a karaoke song, James Patrick Stewart as well. Look at me! I'm practically a celebrity myself now. Oh my gosh! Anyway, I've never had a conversation with William Lipton about this, but I would imagine it would be a ch tough choice: stay on General Hospital or go sing some songs. You might even choose go sing some songs for all I know. I think that's probably where his first heart lies when it comes to that. I think he was raised by yeah. musicians, isn't that what he said on Stone you know, Cold and the Jackal a million years ago? I think music came before acting. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's like I said. I think his parents are musicians. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, Lori, JPS. He he. Uh, so Ma and I went to the uh, the General Hospital convention this year. It was in March. Uh, we did we did a big video on it, big Q and A at the end. Uh, there's some YouTube uh, updates, a lot of pictures on Twitter. I think if you still search the hashtag GH Convention, you'll see a lot of that stuff. Yep. Uh, but we did karaoke. You know, there was a karaoke night. It was hosted by William Lipton and James Patrick Stewart. Mm -hmm. uh, JPS was actually in addition because it, it was originally just William Lipton was going to be the host, but JPS was there too for yeah. giggles, I guess. I don't he just, know. Decided to just because he, he loves doing it. I don't know. He had yeah. nothing else to do that night, right? He sure looked like he was having a good time to me. And uh, so we signed up for karaoke <laughs> because we're us. All right. It's Matt and Cat. We're not just going to sit in the corner somewhere. Um, right. Why, why Why go somewhere and sit in the corner, especially if it's like a GH convention? Okay, you're not going to send me to a nightclub. You know, with, with people drinking and dancing all close to each other and getting all sweaty and gross and having me be like, oh, yeah, this is my environment. I'm getting in on this. That's not me. Send me no. some nerd convention. I'm there. All right. <laughs> and folks, I'm sorry. A GH convention is a nerd convention. Let me tell you. Uh, Show me what's fun. <laughs> it was a great time, though. Uh, but we did karaoke. And uh, we signed up for it. We were the first picked. And so the energy was great. We set the mood for the night, the energy for the night. Uh, we yeah. sang Summer Lovin' because that's our song. Why not? Whatever. It's weird. It's not weird. Yeah, Don't look at us like that. Okay? It's what we do. It's fine. It's, it's, it's grease. Okay? It's grease, yeah. Anyway, do. it's really more of an audience participation thing anyway because the audience is compelled to join in with the Tell Me Mores and Tell Me Mores. Okay? <laughs> more for you than yes. it is for us. It's okay? a great one. It's good for the energy. It's a good show. Uh, but, they, but but JPS and, and and Cameron were my backup because guess what, everybody? Were the 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 count of men in the audience at the GH convention was negligible. <laughs> so I really needed the male backup. Uh, <laughs> it was not but, a whole lot. Was but yeah, it? you know, they were there with me, going, uh 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 uh. uh, 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 uh yeah. Yeah, it was great. Man, was great. I hope we get to do something like that again someday. You know, if they do another GH convention, I haven't gotten an email. Well, they're going, they're going to Graceland in a couple of months, but we can't do that. I mean. That's just too, that's just too expensive. Yeah. Too big of a travel, I think, for us. What we got to do is we got to just continue to rise our notoriety as a, a deep-hitting, very fun GH podcast where we can just get invited to things like Graceland, where they're like, do the podcast live at the GH thing. And, and then we get we get an hour in front of the whole everybody to just enjoy. And then we can get Laura Wright to sit with us and talk about being Carly. And it would be super fun. And we just need uh, some like coastal entertainment, Zoom wizards, whatever it is that they call them, to, <laughs> to, to do that, that for us. Hey, you know what, though? What's that? It's highly unlikely, but that stuff could happen. <laughs> you know, you know, there's highly unlikely, there's impossible. Uh, I think we're on the highly unlikely side of things, that's for sure. Um, 
Oh, you know what, Kelly? That that Kelly Kababa cover, uh, R.E.P. Olivia Newton-John, of course. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But, I took your dad to see Olivia Newton-John because that was his, you know, that was his, um, <laughs> oh, you know how couples always say you got that free person, right? Yeah. So Olivia Newton-John was that for your dad? Yeah. I bought tickets to see her. Yeah. Took your dad. And we, it was at a small, intimate little place, you know, every, even though the bad seat was a good seat kind of thing. Dad's so it was, it was wonderful. Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> it was wonderful, actually. It was a lot of fun. Oh, that's awesome. That's what awesome. about else? What else happened this week, Matt? Um, uh, the Queen Elizabeth died. Well, I'm talking about General Hospital. Oh, but I'm no, sorry. But I'm not. No disrespect to Queen Elizabeth. Though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're not a part of the Commonwealth. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! I don't know. I didn't take notes, so the the audience has got. We we've been so we've been so wacky, wild, and carefree. Uh, that I, I don't know what to talk about next. Uh, we were talking about Cameron. He's on the way up. You know, we really just talked about him singing and how fun that was. Um, I mean, he's not on the way out. Out. He's just not very prominent right now. He's clearly yeah. losing Jocelyn. Jocelyn is clearly moving forward yeah. with his Dex thing. Here, here, here's really where he got hung up, though. Dex went on this week, huh? Uh, he he took his shirt off. He was in. He was dumpster diving. Oh, that's right. He's dumpster Listen, diving. All right, early okay. In, uh, uh, early uh, in the week. We I, I understand that it's TV. All right. I understand that it's TV. Okay. I understand that things have to happen just for them to happen and stuff. But a couple of things I thought were a little inappropriate this week, General Hospital. We need to have a talk. Okay. Victor Cassidyne, you do not touch a lady without her consent. Okay. That was creepy as F. Right? Don't do that again. Don't do mm -hmm. that again. However, mm -hmm. it was supposed to be creepy and weird. Uh, mm -hmm. Second thing, Dex. It's wildly inappropriate to just rip your shirt off in front of somebody. Mm. I know that you're a dude. And it's not nudity or whatever. But, but come on. You just, oh, I'm just going to, does that, does that. Well, you people know, they want, want other people to see their abs. That's who. Well, you know, they do that. That General Hospital does that, though. They write that stuff. And, you know, they love to have Chase take his shirt off, too. He's flirting, Ma. He's flirting with Jocelyn. And that's not well, okay. Of course he is. That's not they okay. Got, and those two got pheromones flying. <laughs> they're stronger than even the stench of the garbage <laughs> i do <laughs> if yeah. jocelyn was single it would have happened Cam cameron might as well just transfer to another school and leave and maybe pursue some maybe some to california record thing comes along and cameron's going to be off the show for so a if he went to berkeley like he threatened to he could have come back with emma in some sort of dramatic fashion yeah they gotta age her up Bring I mean, I think I think it's happened off screen. She's in college. The Emma character's in college. She she caught the sores on the West Coast. Yeah, and yeah, they can't bring back original original Emma because she's the only a, thing they could. She's they could only do, sixteen years old. The only thing, the only 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 thing that they could do is leave her off the show for another five years. That's true. And then I, they could, and to just say, oh yeah, you know, she's whatever. I think age. they ought to just go for it though, because. Uh, 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 recasting Trina's worked out very well. Recasting out. Spencer worked out very well. So, so the young crew right now is 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 pretty is pretty on it. Um, I think this is probably the most uh, engaging younger character group that we've had in a little while. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not Nicholas, Lucky, Emily, mm -hmm. Elizabeth level. Mm -hmm. I tell you, you know this 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 the Sprina, mm -hmm. the Spencer and Trina 
it's very, uh, it reminds me of like a Greg and Jenny kind of thing from mm-hmm. all my children. It reminds me of um, Jesse. Angie and Jesse. Angie and Jesse, mm-hmm. you know, like really young super couples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dixie and Tad, but Dixie and Tad were from very, very young to right at the end. But what makes you it know, work so having, well? What is it? Well, what is it? It's so interesting. But they had big, you know, there was big groups of time that um, Dixie wasn't on there. Yeah. But yeah, they yeah. always came back to it somehow. Well, of somehow. course. Every single time Dixie came back to town, she fell into Tad's arms. Every time. Eventually, yes. Every time. Even and it was always fun to watch. But I think that's a level of young super couple that Spencer and Trina are on the cups to being. What leads to that? What is it the writing? Is it the, the genuine? Is it Nicholas Chavez? Like, who, why? Because we, we can't, because, oh goodness, we can, can we owe it to all three of the actors that have been involved in this thing? Or, or Mark Teschner or whatever his name is, the casting director? Like, how does, how does something like this ignite? You know, like, I just, yeah. You know, because I, I, I've seen a lot of couples on General Hospital. You know, people don't care about Sasha and Brandon like they care about Trina and Spencer. Why not? Close. Why not? Like, what's the difference? Well, I think <laughs> one of, a, a little, what it is to a certain degree is, is it's like um, true first love, young love kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of it. And we have watched Spencer make bad choices for the right reasons. <laughs> Since he walked back on that set. That's true. He didn't want, you know, he was doing, he was doing all that stuff to Ava and spent and, and his dad and everything. Mm-hmm. That's really the reason why he didn't tell Trina who he was. Yeah. And didn't really have anything to do with her. And then he got trapped in his own lie, you know, and yeah. Spencer, they, they have, they have shown him being this, you know, compassionate, bad guy. Well, not really. I don't know. Just he's just so many man. things. He's just so many things. So misguided. So misunderstood. made the wrong choices he could do right if only he had the power of Trina's love behind him. Yeah. Got it. And I Got think it. that when we finally thing. see Trina and Spencer be a couple, oh, it's it's going to, everyone's just going to absolutely love it, you know, yeah. to that super, that super young, super couple kind of. Know. Well, yeah, I mean, that's going to be great. And when they finally come together, it's going to be wonderful. And I hope that they just have a really long uh, romance that is just lasts for the ages. And well, they can't keep it uncomplicated for well, long. No, I mean, it's, it's not so like Tad. Listen, it's not like Dixie didn't have a kid with Adam Chandler, okay? <laughs> you know? <laughs> sure did. <laughs> <laughs> crusty old buffoon. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Chandra says they must look like and look at the natural chemistry that the characters have. Plus, it would be groundbreaking to have an interracial supercouple in GH. There's been other interracial couple, couples, but not to the level of Trina and Spencer. I, I think, um, well, this is what I hope to believe. This is what I do believe. Um, I think as a society, we just don't put that much prevalence on it anymore. Mm-hmm. I think for myself, and I think for a lot of people, we're not even seeing that anymore. 
I think that it really depends on who you're asking and the and the experiences they have specifically had within their own lives. Um, there is a level of detachment that the white community has when it comes to things like this because we have trained to been trained, quote unquote, to not care about it anymore. It's fine and raciality doesn't matter. But then when it comes down to it, having representation that works out very well is something that is still very lacking within a lot of communities and a lot of forms of entertainment. That is something that is getting better something that is becoming more and more prevalent something that is truly becoming the norm and mm. nothing but while we are getting there these moments still do need to have a level of attention put on to them and a, level, and a moment of celebration or at least a moment of recognition that we have gotten to the point where hey here we are having a prominent interracial couple growing on a soap opera which is a predominantly old white lady thing um so yes and no, and yes, it's very complicated, Ma. Well, <laughs> maybe I hope so. Old white ladies have been have progressed because <laughs> I am an old white lady, y'all. I'm sixty one. <laughs> I'm not talking about an age group. Hey, that's but not you know what? Me, I okay? I'm I'm a thirty six year old dude sitting here talking <laughs> to my mom about the soap opera that we both watch five days a week. So you know, it's not like the audience is just yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's Trina? Trina want to be with that brat because love, love, love picks who it picks. Yeah, it's that, it, it, is, it is like that. It is like that. It's been a long time since she's she's wanted for a long time not to feel the way about Spencer that she does. I mean, yeah, she, she doesn't she doesn't she recognizes that he's a brat and she's a loser or he's a loser. Like she recognizes. OK, Spencer's not a loser. I can't be that mean to him. Uh, she recognizes the faults and the flaws that make up Spencer Cassidyte and recognizes that that is not going to be the good choice for a stable, secure, and drama-free life. But what? passionate love is not mm -hmm. stable, secure, and drama-free. Well, it yeah, be passionate. it's just like an old cliche, love is blind. Well, it is. <laughs> uh, by the it way, is. Ma, by the huh? way, by huh. the way, you are not old, cat. I'm older than you, cat. Mama Cat's not old. I appreciate your view. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, you guys. I was just like, you know, I was just like, you know, when it comes to the older generation of watching soap operas, aren't I yet now? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, really, like the oldest quote unquote generation. I mean, of course, there's 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 80 year old people that have been watching General Hospital since the first broadcast date of course sure of course the of number course. of them though is not as strong as the uh 50 to 60 to 70 year olds that are watching the show well yeah and, and you know and the meat of the cast and the meat of the cast is actually my age as well right now mm -hmm. you know half the characters are my age or real close to it right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like you are the core demo i would say sure enough uh, that's you know, why that's that's why all the commercials are for like you know Medication, and toilet paper. <laughs> uh, uh, we were watching. Uh, it was it was uh, watching Hulu, watching Hulu, watching General Hospital on Hulu, and uh, this Instacart commercial came on, and they have this old this old song. I'll say uh, it was like uh, I like the way you work it. Mm -hmm. No diggity, gotta bag it up or whatever. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, I'm not musical. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> anyway. well, you're right. I know what song you're talking. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah. I was talking to the audience before they started criticizing me. Anyway, 
And I was watching this and I, and I just had this flash, this flash to me being five, right? Back when commercials were on more and um, yeah. you were exposed yeah, you to them more. Them. And you had to watch them. And it was all these rock songs from the 80s and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and just all of, this, all of this music that was meant to pull your attention. Yeah. As the generation that was having kids and leading the families and having their lives and spending the money yeah. and all that kind of and stuff. Spending money. Yeah, Grabbing your attention with REO Speedwagon and, and Journey yep. and Don't Stop. I mean, that, that, I mean that's yeah. a bad reference because that song is still prevalent today. But Well, it, it's the number one karaoke song in the world. You know, but, uh, <laughs> but, but, then, but then here I am watching this thing. Instacart commercial comes on. And then, you know, here I am bop, uh, ju- juking and jiving, bopping and weaving to a song that was on when I was young. Because look at me. I'm the demographic now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely you are. And I've noticed that more and more and more in advertising, especially like, you know, um, songs that were um, really like big songs when you're, you and your brother were in high school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I thought to myself the other day, dang, my kid's stuff is nostalgic now. Yeah. How? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are my kids' things are nostalgic? Mother, there's a whole Ooh. Netflix show coming out, which is very strange. There's a whole Netflix show coming out about Blockbuster, like working at Blockbuster. It's like a workplace comedy of people working at a block. Like they licensed the Blockbuster logo and all that kind of stuff. That's a great idea. Like it's going to be fun, you know, because, well, I mean, it'll be on Netflix. I think Netflix, that's a great so idea. It's going to be super fun. Or it's going to be super lame. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh-huh. But, um, but, there, but this thing is coming out. Uh, because of nostalgia because my generation remembers and i'm sure you remember taking us to blockbuster and renting the video of the week or in our case we'd rent some stupid wrestling show well, um well yeah for you know for for well probably a decade yeah. and i remember when you were a very young adult you worked in a video store for I how did. long it was one of the best jobs i've ever had if i could i would I, would still yeah, I remember store. you liking that what was it, it was, called? it was called hollywood video that's right. You yeah. worked at Hollywood Booty and I was real close to the house too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Good times. Um, so yes, nostalgia is is a thing for me. We're a pop culture podcast this week, everybody. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's my fault for not writing notes honestly uh the the, the tangents and the spin that we go off of when i don't have hey, a post it to look at give us give us a you want us to talk about somebody let us know <laughs> well <and> nikisha <laughs> liked black street and no dignity and no doubt you know uh, you know exactly don't speak yeah what you're thinking um goodness uh ages you know kelly public covers between matt and cat and H. let me scroll back let me see when we were actually talking about general hospital um don't put tj with willow says jacarius hey jacarius welcome to the show um, um I, I i agree with you but i think that may happen yeah i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why not i know the choices that willow is currently making aren't going to be beneficial in the end <laughs> probably not probably not uh, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i mean she's already not making good choices and then michael's like she goes to bed so early and i'm like oh willow's so tired she's so really sicker and sicker she needs to do something about it before it becomes she's too. gonna everybody's gonna find out in a very dramatic way yeah. if she does not and you know what's so so weird about this man this storyline has happened to me. To you? Yes. I accidentally found out my dad had leukemia for two years. Oh, yeah. 
yeah. This stupid storyline has happened to me. <laughs> I found out from the doctor accidentally because he'd had it for two years. And my dad's kind of laying there, you know, not able to say much. Right. <laughs> I had this crap happen to me. I was mad as hell at him for that. Oh, well, uh, then I guess you have a place to, um, you know, relate to the storyline that's going on. Just uh, you'll have a channel into what the, what the characters are going through, and, and maybe it'll be entertaining in some way. Well, um, I just find that just, it's not disturbing. It's not disturbing. It's just weird, okay? It is weird. I just, I, I don't, I don't, um, I, I don't know how Michael's going to find out. I want, I don't know. Maybe he'll find a note. Maybe mm -hmm. she'll tell him. I well, I think that she's going to be in some kind of medical situation where she just doesn't have a choice. I have it. I have cancer. She's going to collapse in some way, or something's going to happen, and then it's just there's just right. going to be this is no what's gonna more. This is what's going to happen. She's going to collapse. The baby's going to be in danger. Willow's life is going to be in danger. Something needs going to be happen. Happen. We're going to lose them both. Willow has to tell the truth. I've had leukemia this whole time, and unfortunately, because of my poor choices, I'm so sorry, Michael and Carly. This is it. Because I don't have family. I don't have a donor that can give me their blood marrow to help me out with this. Yes. To which Carly goes, yes, you do. Yeah. I, I, I'd be very surprised if that scenario right there doesn't yeah. happen. <laughs> so that's how it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And then Nina's going to have to save Willow's life. And then it's just going to be different. It's going to be troubling. There's going to be fighting. But there's going to be like, but you're my real mother. Oh. Oh, I can't hate you. You're my real mom. <laughs> I think you hit the nail on the head, Matthew. <laughs> you saved my life and the life of my baby. I can't keep you out of this one's life. <sighs> I think Trina. So we didn't see Liz this week, did we? We didn't see Liz this week, did we? I don't think so. We also missed no. an episode this week. At least on Hulu, didn't have one for Thursday. Right. Like Wednesday or something. Right. I don't know. Maybe Joe Biden had something to do with it. No, I think that was the day the Queen died, right? Oh, would that make sense? That makes sense. You know, did you know that they got to change all their money now? No, I did not realize they that. They got to put King, King. See, I almost, said, see, I almost made a faux pas and got arrested. They got to put King Charles on that stuff now. Yeah, they have to Unless do Unless they all decide to change their, their laws and their minds and stuff. Because, Mom, right now, it's not it's You not know what? You good. think they already had... This would be the smart thing to do. They already had that crap printed. It's probably ready to go. <laughs> it would have been the smart thing to do. Hey, DeHevelin, you caught us pretty much close to the end because we're talking about currency in the UK. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, Chandra says they will have to change a lot of things in the UK. It's true. They got to change the money. They got to change all kinds of stuff. I mean, already, you know, you he's he's like Duke Harry now instead of Prince Harry, and all just all kinds of nonsense. And he he, you know, she was queen for so long that there's a large part of society that don't even remember her not being uh, queen. And this is their first rodeo for this. I'm pretty sure she was. I mean. She's queen for 70 years. Well, then she was queen. Something like that. Okay, so I was talking to the operations manager I got at work, and uh, he's older than me by like 10 years or something, or 20 years or something, I don't know. But we were talking about how the queen's dead, and we're like, oh my God, she was queen for both of our lives. <laughs> I know, it's crazy, isn't it? Wild. Just absolutely it wild. Is. 
is. Wild well, here in real life. Wild in Port Charles. Matt could be Cody's dad and probably oh, is. Oh, I know what I know. We well, yeah, we didn't talk about Cody and and Mac. And what did you think of the scene of Uncle Victor and Sonny? I think they antagonize the heck growing. out of each other, huh? <laughs> there's tension growing there. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I liked it. I think we're setting the stage for Laura to come back because once Laura comes back, we can move forward with all this. Mm-hmm. Really, like we're we're setting our pieces. We're putting Valentine readings to be. Um, we're, I mean, we're still actively recruiting Cassidines left and right. You know, like like Alexis and Valentine have to be on the same side with each other at some point. Uh, Nicholas and and v- Victor on the other. Spencer caught in the middle. Laura mm-hmm. trying to keep the peace. Just all kinds of nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, another th- scene I really loved this week, too. I thought, you know, Spencer really, I jumped on his dad. As soon as he walked into that interrogation room, he was on him. Yeah. Nicholas got a little, he got a little more than breathy as well. <laughs> uh, the heaven says you look really nice today, Ma. You. Yeah, and Akisha says, do you, "Does your family talk to you?" Uh, I'm not sure if she's asking us or somebody else, but I'm literally talking to my family right now. Hi, mom. <laughs> Hi, mom. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to see Laura's, Laura and Cyrus come back. Yes, yes, yes. We want oh. all that stuff to come back so it happens, so we can move move forward with the with the thickness that's happening within the Cassidyne world. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I need. That's what I want, and that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, if they all get together, mm-hmm. they can take down Victor together. Yeah, it's going to be, I mean, I hope it's going to be good. Because every time we hope for some sort of big, like, everybody comes together for some sort of caper thing, it never turns out to be that. So, <laughs> uh, let's hope. Let's yeah. hope, let's hope, let's hope. Hey, DC Sanctuary, look at these people joining in after 1 o'clock. I don't know what the right time is. Should we just broadcast all day? Is that what we need to do? How much money would um, we make? None. 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 Um, <laughs> I don't mind being on for a while, but... Yeah, I gotta do something else at some point. At some point, right? <clears throat> Eat, kind of yeah. drink, gotta use the restroom. Uh, does anybody know when the cat fight between Carly and Crazy Nina is gonna happen? Ugh. I don't know because every time, like Carly is really starting to get to the point where she's really pitying Nina, and pity Carly does not fight people. Aren't they at the dra- graveside of Nell right now? Yeah, that's where we left them at, right on Friday. I'm not sure if Carly left Nina? or not, but yeah, something like that. Yeah, you guys, did Carly walk away? Mm-hmm. Or did we leave them still about to fight? I think they're about to fight. Because Carly was just like, took this like whole like, mm-hmm. oh, you're so sad here. Just still just holding on to this fantasy of something that's not real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Would you would you guys have wanted Nell to be alive or not just a ghost? How interesting, because that's the second time we'd been asked that this week. Mm-hmm. Second, second person entirely. Um, I'm not sure if we actually answered it. Um, I don't know. No, I think we both kind of were satisfied, satisfied with what we saw. Yeah. And you said it wasn't the right time for Nell to come back. There we go. Thought. Perfect. That. There we go. We did right? answer it. It was just an hour ago, and I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the quote was. I'm, I, she's she's just so good. I don't know. I, I think. I don't think the right time for Nell to come back, you know, and really yeah. like come up, you know, mm-hmm. not be dead is, is good right now either. I do. I do want some conclusion with Esme. I want some more. I want some Esme stuff. Yeah. Because along with if, if along with Esme will be Ryan. And I'm all for seeing all that. <laughs> oh, we find out that Ryan is a hook hand. 
<laughs> uh, DC Soap Sanctuary. The way the cat said, we were satisfied with what we saw. I just hollered out laughing the way she, she said it, as if, nah, we're good. You can stay dead. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, you can stay dead for now. That's fine. Um, so, well, so, I, I, I loved, I loved um, Chloe's just, yeah, you know, she's stripping, she's stripping Nina down. Like, Nina didn't have any choice but to see that, yeah, yeah. she really was garbage. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. That was no good. And I mm -hmm. hope that, that Nina can really see that. I was hoping for more of a anchored, um, this is the moment where Nina realizes that no, it was not that bad. But we didn't get it. It wasn't that solid. Um, but we're, we're going to show what what's, might be going on in Nina's head now. Or she might be getting to the point where she has to just accept the truth for what it really was. Yeah. But the big question of the week, though, Ma, is this. And I need the chat to answer it for me as well. Is he the Mac Daddy or the Daddy Mac? I don't know. <laughs> you know, which one is it? <laughs> well, I think he will wind up being Cody's dad. <laughs> but I think there's a lot more to Cody still that we don't know. And is but, Esme uh, Felicia's? Because at that point, both of them get new kids. Wouldn't that be crazy? We have talked about that theory of mm -hmm. that for Esme. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, there's um, still to see. There's a lot of there's a lot of untold juicy stuff that we could see on General Hospital with Esme back. I mean, yeah, Esme, Esme, juicy stuff with her when it comes to Felicia and, and Ryan. I mean, that, come on, she's not really dead. I was just joking earlier. Um, <laughs> uh, and then, um, and then, okay, so you know, Cody has not landed right. Uh, amongst the audience of General Hospital. But what GH does that people kind of don't really recognize or realize is that they try to correct the course best they can. Um, and I think Cody is on the path of that. Um, I mean, yeah, come on, Ke Kelly Tebow's leaving. This stuff with Brit is, is coming to an end much sooner than where it started. So... Just give it a couple more weeks and it's gonna it's gonna fizzle out as he reveals the secret. She finds something out, she's gotta go on the run. Um she finds a letter written by Jason and goes to try to track him down and leaves the canvas for I don't know exactly what it is. She could be the second hook victim. She could be the second hook victim, which would be a terrible surprise, but entirely true. Um they could recast Brit, I don't know. Um I haven't heard anything about it. They don't tell us nothing, you guys. They don't tell us nothing, huh, Matt? No, but generally speaking, when a when a character is cast, we find out about it. Yeah. So I would think by now, if they were recasting it, we might know something. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not there making the choices. But if I was making the choice, I would let Brig go and wait for Kelly Tivo to be available again, if she's going to be available. She got seven again. or eight weeks left, and then that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, she, she could, she her. could, she could get the hook, uh, because you know, like people always say, it's a bloated cast. It's a bloated cast. Oh, There's too yeah. Many of them. I don't, I don't want to see that happen though. I'd rather see her move away because you know, the um, the big, I think she's a valuable character, but I don't want Liesel to lose Britta. No, it sucks. Um, because like I, if you were to give me the cast list and say I need you to to eliminate five of these people. I don't know who I'd pick. It's so hard. Uh, maybe this is why I'm never destined to run my own show, which sucks because I would love to run my own show one day. But, you know, if I was like faced, hey, here's the money, here's the creative, here's the this, that, the other thing that requires us to put a serial killer in Port Charles and eliminate some people. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. God bless you. 
Uh, ooh. Ooh. You know, I like them all too much. Yeah. I think they all bring stuff to it. And death is so final. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see. But she definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But I did yeah, like the scenes between Mac scenes. and Felicia. I, I appreciated the fact that they were able to chit chat and have, have their moments. You know, there's your veteran scenes that people want. Yes. And they were able to. Um, well, I love their their scene when, you know, when she was saying that I, I, that I could be to Cody what you've been to Maxie and Georgie. Yeah. yeah. I loved all that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Somebody's going to find out. Someone's going to run a DNA test on the two of them, whether Mac wants them to or not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it'll, it'll yeah. come out. It'll come out. He'll, he, he, it'll come out or he'll come around. Do. One of the two. Yeah, I think there's going to be, you know, I think a, a few things are going to. I think the Cody and Mac thing is going to be told. I think Trina is going to find out Curtis is his, is her daddy soon. I think that that Curtis and I, I think that Jordan and Curtis are going to find out they're not divorced soon. All yes. that. We're getting All ready for the next thing. And then, and then, and then they're going to be like, Oh no, what do we do? And then, and then, and then Lydia looks, Ms. Wu is going to be like, Oh, I have a solution for you, Curtis. Did you notice when she was talking to Sonny that she referred to Curtis and herself in a business sense of we? Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, I'm she running my really names out of his establishment. He's asked me for a favor and I've asked him for one in return. We are working together, Mr. Corinthos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> oh, she's a dangerous one. She is. Oh, Daisy has picked five characters to kill. Daisy, you're oh. bloodthirsty. You are you, you <laughs> villainous. My goodness. Keep all of the hooks away from Daisy Flower 40. Uh, <laughs> well, who are they now? I'm curious. <laughs> uh, well, uh, apparently she wants Brando and Sasha to kick the bucket together. So, you know, we can just hook the tires in the car and they can just go careening into the woods. Uh, Cody, <laughs> okay. Cody needs to get hooked. So, you know, he can he can take he can take Shadow or whatever the horse's name out and just go galloping around and the horse comes back and Cody. Is that Comet? Isn't that horse's name Comet? Comet. Yeah, Comet. Okay. Uh the horse will come back and won't find Cody. Sands for a couple of blood drops on the saddle. Um <laughs> Austin. Austin. Oh, Austin's cousin. Okay. Austin's cousin. That's that's all right. That's fine. He's probably gonna die anyway. So, you know, we'll just find him with a scalpel in his abdomen in an alleyway. But Scalp was yeah, but we did it. That story's gonna grow though. And if they kill the cousin, they have to kill the storyline. Yeah, pretty much. I think that it's connected to the um you know, he's a yeah, he's a he's really not that all significant. No, no, no. The next step is I'm hoping I'm hoping they're connected to the woos. I hope the the she and the her and all that kind of stuff is Selena Woo. That would be that would be juicy. And uh last one is Amy. So you don't need to kill Amy off. All right, here's the thing that you do with Amy. Just don't use her. Which they're doing a good job. So, <laughs> cast trimmed. Um, but, it, you know, while we're, while we're fantasizing about ways to kill characters on a soap opera, she could find herself in a situation where a um, oxygen tank is leaking. And the only way to save it is to lock all the doors and she has to die and suffocate or something. Or uh, That's what happened to Robin with the laboratory. Well, there we go. Sort of, kind of, sort of. Yeah, you know, some sort of leaking gas thing. She's got to close the door, keep and everybody out, and she winds up, winds up passing away. And Robin was dead, not dead. Oh, 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 is that when they took her away and put her underneath the hospital? 
Got it. Oh, well, oh, I didn't realize she like sacrificed herself or something. No, they stowed her away somewhere. The mm. Cassidines did. <laughs> well, there we go. The 10th floor has killed five, well, four out of five characters. We didn't kill Austin's cousin. Oh, uh, no, a uh, scalpel in his abdomen found in the alley. Boom. Five characters dead, General <laughs> Well, this is who I think. You know, just for trimming sake, you know. Mm-hmm. And this is, and these are folks that aren't there all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. Forgive me, Aunt Stella. <laughs> Keep Marshall around for a little while, but not for like, you know, more than another year. Um, Taggart. You're killing my Ashford family spinoff, ma. Well, I guess I am. Oh, well, that's a place to put them. They don't have to die. Right? They don't that's have to die. Stella can move to Europe, okay? She can, she I'm, can just be- thinking about, I'm just thinking about folks that are there often, but eliminating their scenes would just, you know, just give more space. And I don't know. Be more money. I don't know. I don't know. Kelly Public Cover screams at you. Do not kill Taggart, ma. See? Look at that. You, you, you're ma. Look at all these people just considering you their mother. And some of them I'm, are older I'm than you. probably wear that badge right here. <laughs> oh, <my gosh>. uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God. I don't uh, know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know either. Um... I don't know. I don't know. They can I mean, put all Liz's kids in the attic, okay? Put all Liz's kids in the attic. Because right. what, what is better? What's better? What, what, uh, I guess it, it's a matter of, um, I guess it's a matter of perspective, preference, all of that. Because you could have a really large cast like GH has and be able to tell a bunch of stories in very quick bites, which is GH's style. You know, they got a lot of stories that we spend one to two minutes on per scene pretty much and then move on to the next thing and bounce it forth back to, to back to them. But we're not really in these conversations in any real depth very yeah, often. And I think that's part of the reason why they're able to have so many people on cast that are really not under contract. Right. You know, it's just constantly moving, constantly producing these scenes for these characters in this fictional city in New York. Uh, but you trim that I down, don't... you know, you, t- you eliminate everybody but 10, you know. You spend a lot more time with those people, but then you got to use those people more often. <laughs> they cost you know, but, more. But at the same time, though, and at the same time, I think that our ability, um, we, we, that's how we view things now anyway. I mean, TikTok, look at TikTok. Yeah, we, we watch something for three minutes, we're done. Like, how long is this right? video? Another two minutes? No. I don't have time Exactly, for this. exactly. Yeah. So uh, I think that, you know, that's how... We're used to seeing things now anyway. Yeah. 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 Um, really, when it comes down to it, um, yeah, it's it's better for the attention span. Uh, you have to tell a little mini story in a long scene that you don't have to tell in a, in a short scene. In a longer scene, you have to have a buildup and a crescendo and stakes and all kinds of different stuff. But when it when you do little quick quick ones the stakes are the story itself not necessarily the finer details in the conversation about said story uh mm-hmm. makes it easier and quicker to write um makes it easier and quicker to shoot and understand and do with less rehearsal because uh, you don't have to dig down deep into what these characters are really saying because they're either lying or they're not 50 50 it's easy but what's so fun too is when they do have something like that that's like super super dramatic yeah those actors you're able to yeah. pull that right out of themselves. When they do. Uh, Peter's death. 
Oh, I think so. You yes. <laughs> Peter's dead for sure. He didn't, he didn't really he, call the ambulance. Peter's done. Peter's done. He didn't call the ambulance. No. Oh, man. That was a good one. <laughs> oh, uh, that was a good one. <laughs> Long live Peter August. <laughs> hey, we, we it was somebody 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 vandalized his grave, ma. <gasps> I know. I thought that was kind of sad. Who actually, who did it? I, I did think that was sad. I did. Um, I thought, you know, I I don't know. I don't think I. I don't think you can be repulsive enough for me to want to see your graveside defaced. Really? Who did this? His party, you know who it was? was it? Franco me. before he died, you know, he's the he was like the graffiti artist, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't. Franco before he died. Nikisha thought it was funny. Nikisha has a dark spirit. <laughs> <laughs> now Cat and Matt. Um cat with two T's. Do you want one or one or two T's? Does it matter to you, Ma? There's, I mean there's only one T in your full name. It looks weird to me because it doesn't matter. It, you know, my real name's Catherine. There's only one T. And you guys, it's interesting is I, my full name does spell cat. <laughs> don't say it though. We don't need people hacking your identity. But you know, that's my full name though. My yeah. full name does spell cat. <laughs> uh, now cat and Matt, uh, between Faison and Peter, who was worse? See, look, at we're, we're getting interviewed by the DC Soap Sanctuary, so basically we just need to be invited onto his channel one week, so, you know, we could just have this conversation in person. Um, and who do you think Peter, do you, do you think Peter could have been redeemed? Uh, I don't know much about Faison, so I really can't answer that question, so I'd have to pick Peter. Peter could have been redeemed about six to nine months before he ended. Before he threw the, the, the uh, papers in the fire? Yes. That was, that was it. <laughs> it really was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, goodness. Why, what is Peter doing having a tombstone anyway? Because he's dead, Jacarius. Somebody put a tombstone Somebody there. Right for it. That's I why he's got Anna did that. I'm sure Anna did that. Because she, you know, she didn't want Peter to be dead. She wanted Peter to be good. I think Anna would do that. I even think Maxie would do that. He was dead because he had to be. That's why there was just no thing. What do you think Peter has to say about it, Matt? Hmm? What do you think Peter would say about it? Peter would say, I'm happy that my daughter has somewhere to come and talk to me to remember who her father really is. Uh, let's see here. Someone Twitter, <laughs> Twitter said it was Maxie's daughter, Georgie, that did it. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, why not? Why not? Uh, why not? <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. Um, what else is going on? Peter didn't deserve a tombstone, said Jacarius. I mean, what are you, you going to do? Just, like, uh, tie a, a cinder block around his ankles and throw him in the harbor? Yeah. Just, they, they got too many bodies there already. I can't do that to Peter. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I wish they would have kept Peter as Anna's son. We'll give Anna an instant dilemma in a new complex. See, this is why we need to be on DC Soap Sanctuary's channel so we can have a fun debate about uh, the, the differences between the constant dilemma in new complex about being Peter's mother versus the overall um, impact of 
of Alex intentionally giving Anna the memories of being Peter's mom so that she would protect him because Alex couldn't and Anna not really doing it and not working in well, the way she wanted was the reason why Alex took her turn and became such a villainess. And it just yes. the, the compellingness of that, I think, was much better than anything that we could have gotten from the traditional My Son's a Dick uh, storyline. So Bopper's a lot. <laughs> I think Anna would absolutely put a tombstone on uh, Peter's grave. And I think Maxie ultimately would do it too. Maybe not as soon, but I think Maxie would do it too because she does have Bailey Luke. Yes. Oh, Bailey Lou. I need her to dress as Cindy Lou who for how for Christmas. I, I I mean that has to happen, right? Wouldn't that be so cute? Wouldn't that be so cute? <laughs> One of the lunch ladies came to work on Christmas on the last day of school, last day of, of you know, school before the Christmas break. Came in as Cindy Lou who. Oh my gosh, she had her hair all oh it was so cute. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just, a little, just a little Cindy Lou, Cindy Lou. Yep. Uh, tweet, tweet us, so sanctuary. Tweet us at tenth floor gh. Just send us a message on the Twitter box. Uh, Kelly wants us to have Stephen Bradford Anderson on, folks. You know how many times we sent a message to Bradford Anderson for him to not yes. reply. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, well, I'm not gonna lie, it's true. And when they uh, not, but um, probably a month ago was the last time I reached out. Um, yeah. He, we are not friends with him by no means, but if he sees us, he recognizes us. Yeah, yeah, he knows us. He knows who he's talking, who, who's writing him messages yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. He knows who it is. I know they do. They choose not to respond. It's because we, we ain't paying them. We ain't paying them. That's why I'm not going to give you a but dollar, that's Bradford. Okay. We ain't making no money. Why should y'all? But do what Chandra does. Just, just unabashedly tweet at these people. Just, you know, just like, don't, don't even try to make it sweet. Just tweet at them and be like, be on the 10th floor. We're going to come and cut your toenails. We, we do try, you guys. You know, it's just that we don't quite know how to do it. How to really, you know, be able to reach people. We also don't want to really. like... Not really. We also don't want to be smarmy and slimy and like, like we've had, um, we've had uh, Arlan Triolinier on. We've had um, uh, Kathleen Gotti. We've had Ken Schreiner. Uh, we, we, we know JLJ very well and he has a lot of connections out there in the soap business stuff, but we don't want to be smultzy about this. Exactly. You know, <laughs> we don't yeah, want to be like, hey, so what can I do for you? So what you can do for me? I don't want to be like, hey, Ken, thank you very much for joining us on the 10th floor. It was a great time. We had a wonderful time talking to you and getting into your, your state of mind. I'd love to do it again when you're a little more clear headed about what's going on in your life. That'd be wonderful. But I don't want to then be like, so who do you think in the cast might also want to do this? And can you ask them for me? <laughs> like, right. It just doesn't no, seem like the that, way to go. That no. And it doesn't feel comfortable. Does it? <laughs> right. Um, yeah. It just, it just seems, it seems too, um, too easy, uh, especially for the fact that we're, we, we, we recognize we're nobody, you know, you guys like us, you guys join us every single week. We had, we were lucky to have Fido in the chat and parlay that and having him on the show. Mm -hmm. If you say 10th floor on the podcast, 10th floor podcast on the set, maybe one or two of the people who actually work on the show, hey dad, mm -hmm. one or two of the people on the show are going to know who we are and what they're talking about and stuff, but we have no delusions of grandeur. We know we ain't yeah. nobody. We know we ain't so, offering we, nothing. But we, but we do ask, you know, and I, even on like, you know, uh, on Twitter, as I'm sure a lot of you know, 
know, a lot of them have their mailboxes turned off, so you can't write them a private message. Not on Twitter and such. Instagram might Not be a little bit easier, but I don't know how to work Instagram very well. And so, uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> and uh, on top of that, um, you know, uh, somebody suggesting wanted to write into the studio. We have sent mugs and stuff to the studio and, and stuff. And speaking of, thank you, everybody, for buying those. Um, but we, anytime we have a guest on or anytime um, we just like somebody, <laughs> we'll send them a mug. And, uh, you know, we, we have a little bit of interaction that way. It hasn't turned into anything yet, like, to be honest. Like, we've gotten some tweets, be, some I, pictures. To be perfectly honest, the two people that got a mug more than that, and it was now well over a year ago. We bought those a long time ago. Yeah. Stephen Bradford. Yeah, they were one amongst the first. The first. Two, they were the first two to get yeah. those mugs, and, you know, and, yeah. DC Soap Sanctuary, I have been saying this the same thing. All right. He says, it would be cool if GH brought you on as local Port Charles radio show hosts. And I'm like, I've been saying that for weeks, DC. Thanks. Yeah, that would be super fun. <laughs> oh gosh! Uh, yeah. All right, so let, let's cover some business. I told you, we said it before. If we ever do the ever do the red carpet yeah. for a nurses ball. Yeah, we should do that yeah. stupidness. Right I'll there. just wait for it. I'll work out. That would be perfect. I'll get TV ready for you and I. <laughs> all right, uh, <laughs> all right. Let's cover some business. All right, folks. If you want yourself a tenth floor mug, you you click the link that's in the description of this video right now, and you pay the seven dollars plus shipping and handling. If you're in Canada, send us send us a message on Twitter, and we'll figure it out. We can Venmo figure. I don't I don't know how yes. to do this kind of stuff, but I guess Poshmark, Poshmark doesn't offer international shipping. No, that no, they don't. I checked into it. No, that you've got to be in the um, you've got to be in the USA. <laughs> Right. So there's a link in the description of this video. So you can go, hey, dad, you can go ahead and click on it. Uh, <laughs> um, you can go ahead and click on it and you can go to the Poshmark store. And, and there's more than just the mug. There's there's all kinds of cool stuff. There's dresses and shirts and skirts and, and, and just and, and every once in a while, there's a fun treasure that was found. Uh, you had uh, what was it? Um, some sort of like some sort of uh, wrestling singlet once. Um, yeah. Um, I think there was some sort of like nerd Star Trekky thingy or Star Warsy thingy or I don't know. But yeah, every once in a while, you come across something wacky. I find wacky things. It's a lot of fun. I find yeah. it, and I refer to it when I when I excuse myself. I'm going to go in my in my resale room and hang out in there. I always say, "I'm see you later, you guys. I'm going to go play store." Yes, <laughs> that's what it feels like to have a little girl in there playing store. Hey Kelly, all right. <laughs> uh, so Kelly, public cover. She's in Canada and she wants a tenth floor mug. Reach out to us on Twitter at tenth floor gh. Send us a Twitter message, or you can email us at not at because there's no little at symbol in front of it, but you can email tenth one zero th floor f l o o r g h g h at gmail.com and i'll get that message that's one zero th floor gh dot com uh so you can it, we'll send a message girl we'll work it out we'll figure it out uh otherwise yep. if you're in the united states you can click the link while you're clicking on stuff click the like button click the subscribe button click the alarm icon so you can get notified when we go live in case you you know you're not following us on twitter and don't get the live updates <sighs> comment even if you're in the chat, leave us a little comment. Say, thanks, you're so great and so wise. I appreciate your perspective on this particular character. Because you know what, guys? If you comment, your comments become buzzwords for the search. So if somebody goes there and they're like, I'm looking for Spinelli stuff. And you've commented about Spinelli, video's going to come up. I like all that. Boom. 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 Do that. All right, all right, all right, Kelly. Here you go. For you. You put it in the chat. 10th floor gmail.com boom okay all right is that all the business that's all the business right i think that's it 
that's all the business. All right, well, I'm ready to get on the elevator, go back down to the first floor, get out of this hospital, go into our cars, turn our radios to previous episodes of the 10th Floor GH, which you can find here on YouTube and also on all your podcasting, podcasting podcasters out there. <laughs> all those people, too. <laughs> <laughs> all of that nonsense. Share the love, like, tweet, subscribe, um, <laughs> say hi to your friends, go spend some time with your families, because I've been Matt. And I've been Kat. We're going to catch you right back here next time on the 10th floor. I said it right. Bye. <laughs> Bye.